Hello and welcome to APW's Property Podcast. With me today are two of the APW team. Uh, It's Bryn Miles. Hi, Bryn. Hi, Paul. And Richard Evans. Hi, Richard. Hi, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Are you there in Cardiff? Yeah, we're in Cardiff. Um, Winter started and it's nice and gloomy. Okay, (laughs) back to normal then. Uh, So uh, tell us what APW is up to at the moment. Well, Paul, we're growing the team here in the UK. We've got two new recruits, one of them, of course, Richard's here with us today. Yes, Richard, you've only just joined. How long have you been with the team? Yeah, so I'm on my third week now. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's good. I've uh, been Birmingham, Southport, Derby. So I've travelled a bit of the UK my first couple of weeks um, and hopefully a bit of international travel coming soon. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's a fun job. Nice job to land into then. Yeah, Okay. Um, uh, so, uh, Bryn, you were just explaining. So you're growing the team and what else? Uh, well, we're also reopening our office in Malaysia and we're going to be getting a new advisor along with that. And we just had a successful batch of seminars in the UAE, Hong Kong and Singapore. Big thanks to everyone who came along and the speakers as well. And we're looking forward to the next batch. Okay, excellent. Uh, well, every Monday, uh, regular listeners will know that uh, we put on our mental swimming costumes and go splashing about in the vast pool of information uh, before taking a deep dive to hunt for pearls and bringing them to this podcast. Our aim is to keep both beginners and experts in the property world informed and entertained. Today, our swimming pond is property as an investment, and in particular, UK property. Uh, so the first question is, why do people invest in property? Bryn, why don't you take that? Well, Paul, people choose to invest in property for many different reasons. One of them is that renting out property can give you income, always useful if you want to top up your earnings, or if you are self-employed and want to smooth out the ups and downs with some regular money coming in, or maybe you want to make your retirement more comfortable with the extra money coming in from tenants. Uh, Richard, would you like to take us through another reason? Yeah, um, property can be uh, very useful for capital growth. Uh, prices have tended to go up over time, which means the money you put in at the start when you buy will be worth a lot more at the end when you sell. Okay. As an investment strategy, property is considered part of a balanced portfolio along with stocks, bonds and cash. So definitely really good, really good way of diversifying. But also property is relatively easy to understand. It's a tangible asset that should last a long time. And for expats, there's always a possibility that you might one day be able to use property for yourself or your family. Okay, so um, I'll summarise there. So you've got uh, income is one reason, uh, because you're renting out the property. Capital growth, because you're hoping that it'll be worth more when you sell than it was when you bought. Uh, You've got investment portfolio balance. Historically, there was always those different percentages that people were supposed to hold in stocks and cash and assets and so on. But uh, property is slightly different because it's it's a big solid thing that sits there but that means it's also very understandable and uh you can live in it one day that's that's also uh, another very good reason so tell us why then the sort of property as an investment also attractive and why it's been sort of uh, more popular recently well i think a big thing is that we've been living through a historic period of low interest rates until recently which made property a particularly attractive proposition compared to like corporate bonds and savings. Plus, bricks and mortar have had a reassuring quality to them. You can see them. 
Yes. Well, they're, they're, like I say, they're big, solid things. Um, there was a French philosopher, uh, Montesquieu. He had a spectacular chateau um, just south of Bordeaux called Chateau La Bred. Uh, if you Google it, it's rather lovely. Uh, but he said, um, at La Bred, it seems to me that my money is under my feet. Uh, so the point is, again, it's a, an investment that you can uh, walk around, you can see, you can touch it. Um, he, said, he probably said it in French, though, so... Um, at la bread, it seems to me that my money is under my feet, or something like that. Um, anyway, uh, why buy in the UK? Because uh, there's property all over the world. So why has the UK been popular? Well, apart from the personal associations that expats may have with the motherland, UK property has attracted international investors for many years and many reasons. Uh, the UK is the sixth largest economy in the world and the second largest in Europe. Its parliament proudly calls itself the mother of all parliaments. And through the constant passing of laws, UK democracy has continued to upgrade and reform itself without resorting to bloodshed in the streets. Well, not uh, for a while anyway. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, it has a sophisticated and mature property market with the rights of ownership inscribed in laws dating back hundreds of years. And successive governments have declared the country open for business and welcomed investments from overseas. Yeah, so, so a stable, mature and functioning democracy um, with uh, enshrined property rights, that's always a good uh, reason for investors. Summarising those, so you've got, like you say, a big economy, established rule of law, sophisticated market, and it welcomes investors. Um, what else has added to the attractiveness of UK property? The other reason for the attractiveness of UK property has been the steady rise in house prices. So even if your strategy was to get some income, you will have benefited as well from capital growth. Since the 1970s, the UK has set house, house building targets. It has constantly failed to meet. Between 2016 and 2020, the UK built an average of just 189,000 new homes per annum, meaning that over the five-year period, the supply fell short of the target by over half a million homes. In the years since, the construction industry has continued to struggle, driving further house price growth. As a result, housing demand is at an all-time high in the UK, with the deficit only growing. In the last 70 years, average UK house prices have risen by 365%, even on an inflation-adjusted basis, according to a report by estate agency Savills. Okay, yeah, so... um... Those house building targets is quite interesting. I think they sort of they reckon that they really need to be building three hundred thousand homes a year, uh, and yes, they've just constantly failed to do that. Uh, now I understand that Richard, you studied economics, so uh, you'll know about this um, supply and demand equation. That that that's really what we're talking about there. Um, if they're not building enough, the demand is higher than the supply. Uh, which means that prices go up. Yeah, of course, house prices haven't risen all the time and has had had some periods, uh, just like the present, uh, where prices have fallen. But um, it's not just the price of the house that interests investors. Uh, What about rents, uh, Richard? Yeah, so rents have always risen steadily and strong employment data in the UK suggests that demand from tenants is set to remain high. Okay, so where can you find out more information about UK property? Well, Paul, there's a lot of information on the internet. The report we just mentioned from Savills has a brief history of the UK housing market. Interestingly, it goes through 12 distinct periods during that time where prices rose or fell and why. Okay, we're going to have a look at that in a separate podcast because, yes, as you say, there are some um, interesting bits of detail in there. And, and, you know, going back to the supply and demand question, the reasons why 
during particular periods uh, there was a, a boom in prices or or there was a fall against real prices uh, you know adjusting for inflation Yes, it's an interesting report, Savills, and it identifies several different periods and goes through the reasons uh, why during that period prices rose more than usual or less than usual. Uh, we're going to take a look at that in a separate podcast because it identifies the supply and demand changes throughout that period from 1952 to 2022, which is essentially Queen Elizabeth's reign, and whether the government were building enough houses, how wages affected the demand for houses, the macroeconomic effects during those times. Uh, all come into play. These are all the factors which play a part in people's decisions to invest in UK property. So it's kept its trusted status as a place where your money is safe. That's the uh, uh, an important factor for um, investors. Uh, so even in turbulent times, the UK often gets the least dirty shirt award as money kind of leaves uh, slightly dodgier, higher risk places and, and comes to the UK. Uh, but of course, as with all investments, historic data is only a guideline and things can change. Prices can go down as well as up. Uh, but property is a much cherished dream in the UK. And there are a lot of elements that support continued faith in the real estate business here in the UK. Is that what you're finding? Anything to add there, Bryn and Richard? Um, well, Paul, I think you've hit the nail on the head really there. You know, I mean, like you say, you know, I, I did economics at university as well. And I can agree you know, it's a, it's a strange beast for sure, but the UK market has uh, been has held relatively consistently, I think, which is good and makes it a really great destination for an investment. Yeah, and I think something I would add is, you know, you can look at all the historic data and all the reports, but at the end of the day, simplifying it, everyone needs a house. Yes, it's a fundamental, isn't it? Well, um, wherever I lay my hat, that's my home. That's uh, you know, or home is where my heart is. Uh, it's it's good to touch the green, green grass of home. Uh, but better than all of those, perhaps this quote from Maya Angelou, uh, the ache for home lives in all of us, the safe place where we can go as we are and not be questioned. Uh, so yes, a fundamental thing that we all desire. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, my thanks to Bryn Miles and Richard Evans today. Thank you. Thank you and uh, to our producer, Emma Holton. Uh, join us again next Monday. Until then, my name is Paul Shearer. Have a lovely day. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast series produced for APW by Emma Holton at Brilliant Audio. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe, hit like, share it with your friends. If you didn't, keep stum. You can find more episodes in all your usual podcast places.